This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, March 24th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Ag Day returns to capital. Newsom has gas relief and pressure mounts to open CRP. Ag Day returns to capital. After a three-year hiatus, California Agriculture Day took over the capital grounds yesterday. While pandemic precautions cut out the barbecues, hundreds of Californians still toured the booths, took home oranges, flowers, and beef jerky, and learned about the state's many education and extension programs. In his presentation, Assembly Ag Chair Robert Rivas called the magnitude and diversity of California agriculture, quote, truly, truly staggering, and noted how it has endured through many challenges. Judy Culberson, Executive Director of the California Foundation for Agriculture in the Classroom, explained the 99% club that she teaches to students. The state provides 99% of 14 types of fruits, nuts, vegetables, and rice. She warned if we stopped growing, those 14 commodities would be extinct. Senator Stephen Bradford of Englewood said he has learned more about the environment from talking to farmers because they care more than they get credit for. Rallying to protect the industry, GOP Assembly Member Jim Patterson of Fresno called it important to make sure that this building does not continue to pass legislation that hurts agriculture. Drivers would get $400 under Newsom's gas plan. Governor Newsom yesterday unveiled an $11 billion budget proposal to provide relief at the gas pump for Californians. Under the plan, the state would send a $400 tax rebate to residents for each registered vehicle. Newsom suggested during his State of the State address two weeks ago that he would postpone a planned gas tax hike in July, a proposal first pitched by GOP lawmakers. But critics argued it would offer minimal relief at a significant loss to funding for road repairs. The new plan would offer direct payments to the wealthiest residents, but not with those without cars. It would also uh, instead include $750 million in grants to subsidize public transit fares. Legislative leaders, on the other hand, introduced a plan last week that would give each Californian $200 and exclude the top 10% of earners. EU allows planting on conservation land. U.S. groups urge a CRP release. With the war in Ukraine dragging on, farmers in the European Union are going to be allowed to plant crops on conservation acreage this spring, and there is new pressure on the Biden administration to do the same. Yesterday, the European Commission announced a series of measures to aid the ag sector. That includes about $550 million in direct payments to directly support farmers most affected by higher input costs and the closure of export markets. The Commission also will allow farmers to plant crops on fallow conservation acreage without taking a cut in what are called greening payments. In the U.S., the American Farm Bureau Federation is joining grain and oilseed processors and urging USDA to allow cropping of conservation reserve program acreage that is classified as prime farmland or is less environmentally sensitive. Agriculture Secretary Tom Bilsack so far 
has resisted that idea. EU justification? Well, EU officials, including European Commission Executive Vice President Valdis Dabrowski, says Russia's war against Ukraine has created a multitude of problems, including in relation to global food security. Dabrowski says when it comes to food, now's the time for Europe to show its solidarity to help Ukraine, its people and farmers, as well as vulnerable food importing countries around the world that face surging prices and potential shortages. The Commission said it has proposed an EU emergency support program of about $360 million in Ukraine to help alleviate the suffering of Ukrainians caused by the Russian invasion. By the way, the University of Missouri's Food and Agriculture Research Institute has released its new 10-year forecast for farm the farm economy, but the estimates come with a big asterisk. The analysis is based on market conditions in January. And that's well before the war in Ukraine pushed commodity prices much higher. According to FAPRI, the war could have a number of impacts, including increasing grain and oilseed exports and boosting production expenses for both livestock and crop producers. The economists say it seems likely that the net impact on crop producers will be positive and the net impact on livestock producers negative. Senate resolution would designate Women in Agriculture Day. A majority of the Senate supporting a bipartisan resolution to designate today, March 24th, as National Women in Agriculture Day, which would honor the countless women who help agriculture prosper both at home and abroad. The resolution introduced this week by Iowa Republican Senator Joni Ernst and Minnesota Democrat Tina Smith is backed by 55 other senators. The 1.2 million women farmers make up more than a third of all producers in the U.S., and accounted for $148 billion in sales in 2017, or 38% of the total, the resolution says. FDA webinar focuses on response to outbreaks of foodborne disease. FDA is holding a webinar next month to discuss the agency's foodborne outbreak response improvement plan released in December. The plan focuses on tech-enabled product traceback, root cause investigations, analysis and dissemination of outbreak data, and operational improvements, the FDA said. The meeting will take place April 13th at 2 o'clock. Deputy FDA Commissioner Frank Giannis and other FDA officials will answer questions. Well, here's today's She Said It. But we'll take a sunburn instead of an umbrella over our heads. Judy Culperson, who wished for rain on Ag Day, but instead a heat wave. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, March 24th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.